Hey there, lady. You're tuned into Wine and Gine, a lively woman's health podcast hosted by two licensed midwives, Kelly Pappas and Tiffany Alblinger. We're dragging every sister, mom, and best friend on our mission to make chatting about the female body and everything that comes along with it a normal and amusing thing. Grab a glass of wine with us while we flex our vagina expertise and dish on women's health topics each episode. Remember, you too can be a vagina expert because you have one. Happy Thanksgiving week to our favorite gyners. It's, I like that. I know, right? That was like good. Kelly and I always argue about like <laughs> how to introduce the podcast. We always say, Welcome back, Gyners, which now we're just like doing it. And I started with the same cadence, so <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> just can't stop. Can't stop. But we do want to wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving week, however you may be celebrating your thankfulness. Hopefully by overindulging. In pumpkin pie. Turkey. Nobody likes. <laughs> I'm not. I'm actually not a fan of Thanksgiving food. Is this overall. is this a good way to start the gratuity <laughs> episode? I don't like turkey. Actually, Thanksgiving is a sham. You do not know your United States history, okay? But we are preaching to ourselves today. Yes, we are, clearly. Yeah. Clearly. So before we get into cultivating gratitude, we wanted to uh, help cultivate our own gratitude in thanking you all for your wonderful reviews that you have left on our uh, podcast page. And I wanted to read one for you guys. This is from Danielle.Myrea. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Yeah, you got it. I hope so. So Danielle writes, you will laugh learn something new, and feel like you're talking to your best friend while listening to this podcast. They are taking away the silly stigma associated with many topics regarding womanhood while speaking truth and knowledge into topics considered taboo. I'm thankful for these brave, educated women sharing their minds and leaving a space for thoughtful consideration on the receiving end. This is an effortless listen that you'll walk away from feeling informed, validated, and empowered. Wow. That's the end of our podcast because we're We're just grateful. That was really sweet. Thanks, Danielle. And that really is like the heart of why we even started this to begin with. We were like, we want to just have some like friendly girl conversation, not sitting here educating about every little aspect of it, but bringing some information in like a very approachable way. Yeah, thank you for that feedback that helps us keep going. Sometimes we're not sure if we should keep going. Should we keep going, Gainers? <laughs> Just one more episode. One episode at a time. Yes, right. Living in the moment and practicing mindfulness. Ah. Uh, uh, see, I'm trying to segue us into discussion about this. <laughs> we have a lot of podcast skills we on do. display today. We're real good at this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thankful for our skills. Wow. Um, Okay, so we wanted to talk, obviously it's a great week to be talking about thankfulness, talking about gratitude, because it's kind of what we're celebrating, but even in that, it gets lost, right? We're just kind of focusing on like, oh, we got to get stuff done, and 
We got to decorate for Christmas at the end of the week is what we have to do. Well, like we got to trace <laughs> some of our kids' hands and make turkeys out of, of them. Of course, there's a lot to do. Right. Um, and unfortunately, I feel like in general, uh, maybe this week there's more focus on it just because Thanksgiving, but we're pretty conditioned in our culture to be discontent. Yep. We're pretty conditioned to be like, I, I, I want more. I need more. There's something missing. What I have is not enough. Who I am is not enough. There's just a lot of not enough yes, out there. Yes, and it sneaks in in so many ways. And one of the ways it's purveying in our culture right now is, like, achievement-based. Oh, yeah, hustle. Hustle. If you can do it, all you have to do is just start, make some goals, and just go for them, which is, like, not bad things by themselves. No. But if that's what you're putting your hope in, you are going to find yourself pretty discontent. For sure, because you're always going to be wanting. Because no matter what, there's probably been a time in your life where you've been like, oh, if I could just have like this one thing, then life would be real good, right? Like I'd be super happy with my life. If I could just buy this type of house or have this type of phone or look like that, whatever, and you end up getting that thing, you realize, oh, now there's a new fill in the blank thing that I actually want, right? So you're just sort of left always just wanting. Right. Which is a bummer because, again, you're just going to breed discontentment if that's sort of the way that you're looking at life. So gratitude can come in in that it's not going to necessarily change the situation or like the stimuli around you, but it changes your perception of what you have, who you are, the world around you. Um, So again, it's really about changing our perception of a lot of these things. I love it. Yeah, right? And so we say that and like, oh, just change your perception. It's clearly not that easy, right? Um, And I found this little French proverb because, you know, I appreciate culture. Oh, mm, yeah. <laughs> the proverb Can the you French? say it in a French accent? No. Ah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but it says gratitude is the heart's memory. So to actually like remember something, right, takes intentionality. And so gratitude is the heart's memory, right? It's the intentionality of remembering like what is, um, like what are good things that have happened? What are good things that are happening? How can I trust that good, right, in quotes, uh, will happen in the future? Yeah. I like that. So it's an intentional piece. Okay, so we kind of laid the groundwork. What is we hear about it all the time, right? Like, what does gratitude have? Like, cultivating thankfulness, all of that stuff. But why would we want to do something like that? Because we suck. Yeah. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) You can like know all the things. And, mm-hmm. and you can be done listening to this podcast or all of the other millions of pieces of encouragement out there to foster gratitude and contentment. Right. And make this great plan. But your heart loses that fire mm-hmm. pretty quickly. Yeah. Right? We forget real fast. Forgetful people. So in order, or I guess as a byproduct of shifting this perspective and cultivating this kind of stuff. Uh, there's actually clinical, like, research-backed uh, ev- evidence of uh, what can come from it. Okay. 
So benefits, improved physical and psychological health. That's nice, right? Science said that. (laughs) So obviously it makes sense, right? Like you're probably reducing some stress there and that has physical implications, psychological implications. And plus, like, have you been around somebody who's just constantly like, here are all the negative things, always, always, always? Yes. Yeah, right? Like psychologically, if you could lift that off of them or they can lift it off of themselves, you can imagine how much freer they would feel physically, psychologically. Um, Enhanced empathy. So like how you can connect with another person's feelings. Pretty cool. Uh, More fulfilling and deeper relationships, right? Because you're actually getting to the heart of a lot of things. Um, And plus, I feel like that's, also, right, like when I said, do you know the people who are like really negative? And you're like, uh huh, mm-hmm. right? Like, not you don't necessarily always want to be around those people. Yeah. So when you start shifting that and you're like, oh, people want to be around me all of a sudden. Yeah. I wonder why. Um, improved self esteem, which again makes sense. And um, improved decision making, which I really appreciate. Yes. Because you have an accurate perspective of like what you need to purchase, what you need to do, what you need to invest your time in. Right. Kind of cool. Yeah. I feel like um, the practice of gratitude really kind of like reprioritizes what's important to you. Yes. Right? A hundred percent. So how can we do this? That is the question. Yeah. What is the, like, what are the, what are the tools for like practicing it? And then how do you make it? Like an actual practice. How do you right. just like how do you work that into your like habits? Yes, because clearly it is a habit. The way your thought, the way your thought processes work, like the way your brain, uh, like where it goes, is really something that's been taught, mm. right? Like in yeah. whatever way, whether from a kid or from your uh, just whatever, you've had to put effort into learning that whether you realize it or not good point and so it takes effort to start shifting the way that your brain thinks because you may be more inclined to think more negatively but guess what like it's not just because that's who you are right like there is power to change these things but you just have to be intentional about it which that's the tricky part because it takes some work um the first thing that i wanted to talk about was mindfulness so so that's a buzzword that yes. gets kind of like thrown around right now. Like, yeah. what do you, what's your like actual definition of it? Like, what are we talking about mindfulness? So being present. Okay. Without judgment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? <laughs> like in your own mind, in your own body, in the moment. Okay. So... It's being aware, whether it's like, I am physically aware of what I'm actually feeling, or I am emotionally aware of what I'm feeling, and I'm feeling the things I am feeling without being like, oh, I shouldn't feel that way. Mm. Oh, don't do that. Oh, that was so stupid. Focus, focus. Like, why can't you focus, right? (laughs) Trying to really quiet everything down. Let thoughts sort of pass without judgment and bring yourself back to the moment. Okay. That's in general mindfulness yes I've learned a lot about like mindful eating in the past in my undergraduate uh, work where it was like very focused on um, like taking a bite slowly feeling how it feels right to like put the fork to your mouth 
How does it feel to chew? What are you actually tasting? Uh, appreciating, you know, the whole experience of it. And it brings you back to like, oh, yeah, usually I just sort of like stuff my face. <laughs> While I like flip through my phone. Yes, exactly. So Or drive. Yeah. Or both. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, you don't. Um, so, yeah. So just being in the moment. Yep. Right? Yeah. So... Is, do you ever practice mindfulness? Yes. I mean, it can look very different to different people depending right. on how you want to implement it. So with the, like a few years ago, I got my very first cranial sacral treatment. Ooh. And this practitioner was like, you're really in your head. Like you don't actually live <laughs> in your body. And I was like, that seems like it fits. <laughs> I accept it's that. And so I've been taking those pieces of what she's given me, you know, through receiving treatment from her that has kind of um, allowed me to think about that mindfulness in a way that's like practical for me, Mm -hmm. which is I can be like, I can really overthink things and be very like cerebrally involved and not notice that, oh, when I'm talking about that, I'm actually raising my shoulders into tension Yeah. or gosh, all day long, I hold my stomach um, mm-hmm. with just a tiny bit of anxiety or um, pelvic floor stuff, yeah. right? Like having some awareness of what the sensations are in your body and just feeling them. Like, oh gosh, when I'm when I'm sad, when I'm feeling that emotion, that it's kind of like overwhelming me intellectually. Mm-hmm. Where is that at in my body? Oh, that's like the pit of my stomach. Or, yeah. oh, I'm anxious. Where is that in my body? And so that's a, that's one of the ways that I personally have played around with mindfulness. And I feel like that is one that is incredibly uh, useful just for life in general because everybody does that. Like, your body will uh, hold on to emotions and it'll let you know where it's holding on to them or it'll let you know wherever your discontent is sitting, right? Mm-hmm. Like, or whatever whatever other emotion that needs to be sort of let free, let out in whatever form it, it needs to be, right? So I got the app, this was just a couple weeks ago, um, called Headspace. Oh. And it's basically some, it's like almost guided uh, mindfulness, even though that sounds a bit more like relaxation. It's It was so helpful for me to find some time to be like, I just need like actual quiet, not just around me, but like inside of me. Yeah. I just noticed I had a lot of stuff like racing through my head and I was like, I just need to start at the very least learning how to quiet myself down a little bit. Um, Cause I've never really been the stressed out or like anxious person at all. And I noticed some pieces of that coming up just from certain experiences the last like few weeks, few months. And it's been really helpful. It helps me realize how judgmental I am against myself. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. So there's lots of apps like that out there if you need some kind of uh, support in starting to play around with this a little bit. But obviously, if we're conditioned to be discontent, if we're conditioned to not enjoy quiet if we're conditioned to not be like present really with ourselves ever, uh, we're going to need to recondition ourselves for the opposite of those things, right? So it's going to take practice, but it's it's well worth it. Uh, one of the things that I 
have read about the most that I have seen be very beneficial for a lot of people. And I have kind of gone in and out of doing this is um, gratitude journals. Yeah. Which I feel like, you know, maybe somewhat trendy right now. But when I first learned about gratitude journals and first kind of thought about developing a bit more gratitude, it was like, I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for a place to live. And not that those things are (laughs) bad things to be thankful for, but it was a little bit of a cop-out, right? Because it's like very higher level things. Yeah, but it places judgment into your practice because you're like, what should I be grateful for? Right. I mean... Yes, of course we are grateful for those things, but like where, like, like I said earlier, like where does your heart catch fire, mm-hmm. right? Like what stokes that place within you that's like, actually, this is what I love and value. Right. I mean, of course our family, but what specifically? Like, is that what you're getting at? Like yes. very, like paring that down. Like why? Why am I thankful? Okay, so why am I thankful for that? Why? Am- and if you keep asking and kind of digging, then you realize like, oh, I'm thankful that I have a space where I feel like I won't be rejected. Yeah. Right? Like, whoa, that's real deep, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm so thankful that I uh, have a place to practice patience, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so thankful, you know, and realizing like, oh, this is much more than like, I'm thankful for my kids. I'm thankful for my husband. Yes, of course I am, but why? Mm-hmm. And that's how you're really going to start to recondition your brain if you're asking yourself, okay, why? Let's get to a deeper issue here. Yeah. It's like, it's a, it's also an opportunity to have, um, like a reflective practice in your day too, which sometimes just stopping and just thinking about like where things went right instead of constantly thinking what went wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. Like you said, our brains just automatically go to that place where we want to be thinking of the ways that we messed up or the things that didn't turn out how we wanted or we'll get way caught up in the future or the past. And so just having a moment right. to acknowledge right now, these are the things that went well, it changes um, the channels that your brain makes. And actually, like, I think I was... I think I learned this before. You're, when you start to practice gratitude, your brain chemistry actually like expands what its capabilities are. Like it actually makes new pathways in your brain that weren't there before. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. It's real, and it just shows how resilient, like that whole system is, and how if you feel stuck in a place, like that's a lie, right? Like you're not actually stuck, right? But there are things that you can do to move forward. Um, And I heard somebody recently talking about how, you know, you could hear a hundred times how great XYZ is about yourself or about something that you've done. But if you hear one, you know, negative, like Mm -hmm. a criticism of some kind, that's what we like grab onto, right? And we're like, oh, yeah, oh, somebody said these wonderful things, but like, this is what I'm going to choose to think about, mull over a ton. And again, we're just reconditioning our brains um, by doing this. And on that same sort of uh, level is using more positive words. So not like creating this idealistic, like rose-colored glasses of life, like everything is just so wonderful. But because that sucks too, being yeah. around that person, right? Yes. Because, <laughs> well, one, it's like, it's just not, it's not, that's Real. not reality either, yeah. right? 
So being able to focus a bit more on like building up what you love, what you are, you know, what you're focusing on, building those things up rather than focusing on what you like don't love or the negative stuff. Yeah. Right? So being like, gosh, I just really wish I had her, I don't know, her wardrobe or whatever, like, oh, but here's something that like I, I feel good in. Here's whatever I have that like I feel like myself in. This is a good, I don't know. That's like a very surface level thing. But a small change that you can make that you yes. have control over. Yes, absolutely. So being able to really um, focus on those that positive aspect actually helps light up spots in your brain that are connected to like motivation. Nice. So motivation centers are lighting up when you're focusing on those things. And what do you know? Like you may think that you're motivating yourself by being like, no, I don't have that. I got to get this and I got to do that, whatever. I have to be this. But that's actually not the way your brain works in motivation. That's incredible. Boom. Crazy. Right? Yeah. Um, I think that that's pretty awesome. And it just, again... It's going to help recondition you. And so it's an, it's not so much that you can just like be a happier person. Right. right. In whatever sense that that is for you. It's that you could like actually change the way that you subconsciously think of things. Yes. So sometimes we stop ourselves in that subconscious realizing, oh my gosh, I just let that negative thought derail me for five minutes. I've been spiraling in right. this thought. You actually set yourself up to... Um, better handle those types of thought mm-hmm. processes when you practice doing the opposite. Yes. That's cool. Practice, practice, practice. For sure. Uh, one of the suggestions that I really liked, which I haven't done in a long time, and then I was like, oh, I'm going to write so many of them, uh, is to sit down and intentionally write, like not type, but write out a thank you letter to somebody. Mm. So it doesn't have to be because they gave you something. Like oh, I'm writing thank you letters for people who gave me stuff for my birthday. But sitting down and being like, you know what? This person really has had an impact on my life. Hmm. Or this person really said something once that like has stuck with me. Or this person, I see her just giving herself in motherhood. And it's such like, it's an inspiration to me. Or I see this person who has overcome this. And that's so encouraging to sit down and be like, thank you for... Adding this to my life. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I want a letter like that. Okay. Somebody be thankful for me. (laughs) Like, what a great, like, that, I've, my love language is words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. So it's easy for me to give words of affirmation. Right. But getting them is like, oh, next to coffee, that might be the very best (laughs) gift. It's true. And that's helpful, too, to understand somebody's, like, love language and how you can care for them the best. But I can guarantee that somebody receiving an actual letter, that in turn, like, gives them so much, too. And you're not doing it because you're like, I want them to see how great I am. But it is just a practice and, like, just appreciating what you've been through, what you've experienced, what you're currently going through and experiencing and taking a moment out to be like, actually, no, I'm really grateful for this. And I need to voice that somehow. Sweet. Yeah. And that even breaks your own personal cycle with feeling negatively, mm-hmm. right? When you when you pause, whatever that is, and allow um, 
your focus to be on something else or somebody else. Yeah. Yes. Right? It's great. It's good stuff. I'll write you a letter. I'll write you a letter. I'll write you two letters because I'm competitive. (laughs) I'll write you a longer letter, so good luck. (laughs) Well, hopefully this week we can, like, work on some of these things as we sit around the table with potentially negative family members. I know, right? <laughs> why did, Why is that always the stigma of Thanksgiving? Yeah, I was going to say, actually, my Thanksgivings are always super fun. I love Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's a good time. I'll tell you right now, if you're getting together with family members that make you feel bad about yourself every single year, you could not. You could not. You could not. You could just decide we're not going to do that. Yeah. You could change your environment and, uh, you know... Make your own decisions. Boom. Done. We solved your whole <laughs> life for you. <laughs> You're welcome. We'll expect our letter any day now. Yeah, you can find uh, the way to send us your thank you letters. <laughs> I can imagine they're going to be rolling in. Oh, yeah. Actually, one of the ways that you guys can share your gratuity with us, if you choose to, is by leaving a review. Oh, yeah, that's like a little thank you letter. Yeah, and we'll read it. It's and we'll a win-win. Tell, we'll tell everyone <laughs> how thankful you are how for thankful us. thankful you are. <laughs> well, sweet. Hopefully you guys have a wonderful um, holiday week and you enjoy your whatever food of choice and family of, that was forced on you. (laughs) Forced family and terrible poultry. Enjoy. (laughs) So thankful. Well, Gainers, we will be at you next week with uh, some more good stuff. And for today, that is, that's all the Gaining. All the guiding one can handle. All the grateful guiding. Yes. Catch you next week. Bye. Bye. The sponsor of today's show is Whole Mother Co., a fun give back shop that includes you, the busy mama, in making an impact with your purchases. Your partnership raises money, promotes awareness, and supports the mother friendly causes you care about. Use code WINEANDGUIDE at wholemotherco.com to get $5 off your first order. Wow, Kelly, they made it all the way to the end. What did they win? Lady, you've won a priceless connection with your amazing body that you've been doing your fab life in. Our hope is we've gifted you with some information and perspective you can use. Sharing is caring, and our mission is to make these topics familiar to all women. We bet you can think of three people right now who will find this episode helpful. So be a pal and share it. Lastly, you won't want to miss a thing coming up in Wine and Guide, so subscribe to get all the tasty details directly to your ears. Have a great day, vagina experts!